Some people see contradictions because they're not reading the Bible honestly. Hmm. Uh, they're not going to the Bible to learn from it. They're not going to the Bible uh, to have their hearts affected by it. They're going to the Bible to find contradictions, to find something wrong with it. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Welcome back to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpott, and we're glad you've joined us today. As always, I'm joined by Richard Caldwell, the pastor of Founders Baptist Church, and our special guest today is Dr. Nicholas Ellen, a senior professor at the College of Biblical Studies and also pastor at Community of Faith Bible Church. As always, please leave a comment for us in the comment section, and do us a favor and please go to the iTunes podcast section and leave us a review. Often when we're conversing with unbelievers, um, they like to bring up topics in the Bible, such as contradictions, they want to use as sort of jabs at Christians, right? See, the Bible isn't true. There's a contradiction here, I see. And in fact, there are numerous videos online that have millions of views of people enumerating what they think are contradictions in the scriptures. Obviously, there are some things that need to be sorted out. Uh, Often, even Martin Luther brought up the law-grace difference in the New Testament the difference between what James is saying and what Paul is saying, and uh, and sought to sort those things out. I'm sure you brothers have done that many times in the pulpit. Uh, Pastor, are there contradictions in the Bible? What do you see? No, uh, there are not. Because even though we have you know multiple human authors represented in this book of 66 books, we have one divine author, um, and and the message is consistent throughout. The reason why people think they see contradictions in the Bible, and they can be explained in various ways. Some people see contradictions because they're not reading the Bible honestly. Hmm. Uh, They're not going to the Bible to learn from it. They're not going to the Bible uh, to have their hearts affected by it. They're going to the Bible to find contradictions, to find something wrong with it. And so it's not surprising when you find what you're looking for. Um, even though it's not there. You can do that with any conversation you have with a person. If you're wanting to critique them in an unfair way, in a a dishonest way, you can misrepresent what they're saying. So some people find contradictions because they don't read the Bible honestly. Some are finding contradictions because they're not reading it contextually. So just like English words can have different meanings in different contexts, and we have to pay attention to the context of a Mm -hmm. word, So you have to do it in reading the Bible. God gave us revelation in normal human language. It has to be interpreted contextually. Um, And so context can can make certain things appear to be in conflict with something else, but but context can clear it up. Uh, And then also I think some people struggle with uh, the consistency of the message of Scripture because they're not reading the Bible theologically. So we have to work through some of these issues in, in in a way that compare scripture with scripture, and there's nuance. There, there are subtle differences theologically in certain discussions that you, you see uh, when you pay attention to context. Let me give you one example, you mentioned it. So in the book of Romans, chapter five, we're taught that we are justified, declared right in the sight of God, declared righteous by God on the basis of faith, faith alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same message is found in the book of Galatians. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul states explicitly that that no one will be justified by the works of the law. So you're not justified by works, you're justified by faith. Mm -hmm. Then you come to the book of James and you read this, James 2.21. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered up his son Isaac on the altar? 
or James 2.24, you see that a person is justified by works and not by faith alone. So Romans 5 says we're justified by faith alone. James 2.24 says we're not justified by faith alone. Mm -hmm. Is that not a contradiction? No, it's not. How can you say that, Richard? Well, because he's, the, the word justification is being used in two different senses. In the book of Romans, we're talking about being justified in the sight of God. How's a man declared right in the sight of God? In James 2, he's talking about being justified in the realm of men. How is one's faith in God demonstrated in the realm of men, justified before men? The answer is not just by faith, but by fruit, right? By the fruit of your works. Any man can say he has faith. The demons say they believe and tremble. But the proof that you really believe is how you live, what you do. So before God, justified by faith alone. Before men, justified, declared right with God mm -hmm. based on how we live. So our faith is demonstrated in our, in our fruit. Yeah, very good, very good. I, I like the way Richard put that. I would give another um, example in the book of Proverbs, uh, uh, chapter 26, where it says, don't answer a fool according to his folly. And then it turns around and says, but answer a fool according <laughs> to his folly. So you think, well, wait a minute. Is that not a contradiction? It's not mm -hmm. a contradiction. What it's saying is don't answer a fool with the same way that a fool is presenting himself. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to be foolish in answering a fool. But then the next part of the verse is basically saying answer a fool according to his father, which means in a proper manner address the foolishness of a fool. Mm -hmm. But if you're not really understanding context, if you're not looking at what the author's mean by what they were writing mm -hmm. and then correlating those things from books of the Bible, then you come away with such a terrible understanding, which is really mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. observation than interpretation. But you've got to have a proper, uh, if you will, understanding of what it means to observe, understanding mm -hmm. how to interpret, not according to your own ideals, but according to what the authors meant by what they said. Mm -hmm. um, if I were to say to you, let's rap. Well, there's a lot of things you could do with that, looking at me as an African-American and thinking, okay, well, what do I believe about African-Americans? So therefore, this is what I believe he means by rap. Or you could ask me, what does he mean by what he just said? Mm -hmm. And I think too often we come to the Bible imposing our own ideas on what the scripture is saying versus mm -hmm. looking at what was the author's intent and then reading those words within line mm. with that. Yeah. So I, I don't think there's any contradictions. Mm. I just think there's poor interpretation of yeah. Scripture. Oh, that's good. We, when we talk about the inerrancy of Scripture, we often say, you know, we're referencing 2 Timothy 3 here, but we often say that it, the Bible is without any mixture of error in the original documents. Is that what you brothers are saying? You would believe in the inerrancy sure. of the Absolutely. Bible then? Absolutely. Which leaves aside contradictions. Yeah, your approach to Scripture is going to reflect your belief about the nature of Scripture. Right. Yeah. So if you believe that the Bible is <clears throat> inerrant, mm -hmm. then you're looking for where the reconciliation is found, right? How, how do I reconcile this statement with another? How can I do this legitimately? Mm -hmm. um, you're looking for that mm -hmm. because you, you know the Bible uh, claims to be and has proven to be with, without error. Um, so yes, your belief in the nature of Scripture is going to determine how you handle Scripture. Context, again, is important. If Nick's talking about let's wrap and we're sitting in a room full of Christmas presents, I know exactly what he means, <laughs> right? So context is, is very important. Crucial. Yeah, good. good. Yes. That sounds great.
Well, thanks again for joining us for the Straight Truth Podcast. And you can find more details about this podcast by going to our website, straighttruth.net. And there you can subscribe to any of our social media channels. But also be sure to go to iTunes and please subscribe to our podcast feed and be sure to leave us a review. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries. And you can find more details by going to walkingingrace.org. Thanks again.